Welcome to Father-Son Entertainment Talk, a podcast where a father and his son come together to bring you their views on life in various forms of entertainment. It's time. Let's do this. Well, this is exciting. The very first episode of Father-Son Entertainment Talk coming to you from the Keystone State. My name is Ryan Campbell, and I'm joined by my co-host and my son, Matthew Campbell. Hi, it's great to be here. Matthew and I are very excited to be with you today and into the future. We're going to bring you our reviews of some of the best movies and books, and we're also hoping to share with you a bit of our life story. Matthew hasn't watched even one of the Marvel feature movies, going all the way back to the original X-Men in the early 2000s, so we're going to start with some of those. Matthew, who's your favorite superhero? Spider-Man. Do you have a second? Probably either Iron Man or Wolverine. Very cool. Yeah, I'm a big Wolverine fan. Been a fan ever since the original cartoons way back in the late 80s, early 90s. Well, since this is our very first episode, I thought we could share a little bit of our stories. Why don't you start, Bob? Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Matthew Campbell. I have a mom, a dad, a sister, and two dogs, and I live in Pennsylvania. How old are you, Matthew? I am 14 years old. Great. Any uh, interests that you have? Well, I collect Pokemon cards, and I like to read and play video games. What's your favorite video game? Probably Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. Nice. Not surprising, given he's your favorite superhero. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your faith. I know that you have a, a really strong faith, and you've had a really strong faith since you were really, really little. Mm-hmm. Well, I've uh, grown up in a Christian home. My mom has taught me a lot about God, and I have read the Bible for many years, and you read my kids' Bibles to me uh, when I was younger. And when I was six, I heard a really great message on salvation and I realized how much I needed Jesus, but I didn't really fully understand all about what it meant to be saved. But at that point, I, I realized how much I needed Jesus and um, how much I uh, wanted to accept him as my savior. And then about four years later, I heard another similar message, and I felt like I understood the Bible more at that time, and I almost felt like I truly knew what it meant to be saved. And that's I feel as though when I was able to fully accept Jesus into my life. I think it's my turn, so I'm going to jump in here now, share a little bit about myself. I'm 41 years old. I have a beautiful wife, Nikki, that I mentioned. Two kids, Matthew here sitting next to me, also a 10-year-old daughter, Ashley, who you probably heard on the very introductory part of the episode. Uh, we love Ashley as well. Uh, I am currently working in the insurance industry. I am in product development, building life insurance products. And like Matthew, I also have a strong faith, but my faith came a little bit after Matthew's faith started in his life. <laughs> I just recently was saved seven, eight years ago, and I, I do attribute a lot of my walk and salvation to Matthew and, and Nikki and you know, just them sharing their faith and sharing how that's impacted their lives helped a lot. And I remember reading the Bible to Matthew when uh, when he was young and I, I wasn't saved at that time. And I'm certain that had an impact, but ultimately God saves. And uh, that said, I, I know Matthew and Nikki were very instrumental in my walk. 
All right. Well, why don't Matthew, why don't we share a little bit about our plan of attack for this father, son entertainment talk podcast. So as the title says, Matthew and I will be talking about different forms of entertainment, books, movies. We're going to start off with some of the Marvel movies like Matthew and I talked about in the beginning. Matthew has never seen a Marvel movie before. And so we're going to talk about Spider-Man 1 today, the Spider-Man from 2002. And hopefully you'll see that we're coming at this from different perspectives. I happen to have seen these movies quite a bit, quite a few times, and Matthew has not. So, you know, we'll be bringing different perspectives as we talk about our opinions of the movies. And I think it should be very interesting to hear two people who have one who has seen the movies before and one who hasn't. Yeah, so you'll get that perspective, but then you'll also get the 40-year-old perspective versus the teenager perspective. So should be pretty interesting as we go through these. All right, should we jump in, bub? All right, let's do it. Great. Well, we are starting off with Spider-Man from 2002. Uh, Matthew and I watched the movie. I think we both enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for probably the third or fourth time that I've seen it, Matthew, for the very first time again. Uh, this movie starred Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker and Spider-Man, Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane, James Franco as Harry, and there were a couple other uh, core actors in the movie throughout. So this was your first Marvel movie, Matthew. What did you think about it? This was a very good movie, and I feel a great introduction to Marvel. I have always been a superhero fan. But I feel as though now that I actually got to watch a movie, it feels as though I will be able to enjoy Marvel a lot more. Great. And did you have a favorite scene throughout? I had probably two. The first one probably was where the New Yorkers rallied behind Spider-Man when he had to fight against the main villain, the Green Goblin. Very cool scene where they were throwing rocks off of the bridge at Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. And just yelling at him. I thought that was uh, pretty cool. And probably one of the most famous scenes in Spider-Man is also, I think it was a pretty good one. The upside down scene. I thought that was a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that scene here in a little bit. I don't want to give too much away, though. Um, so you kind of previewed or uh, teased out the main villain in this first Spider-Man version. Uh, why don't you share a little bit about your thoughts on the main villain? The Green Goblin is definitely a classic villain, probably one of the ones that I know the most about, but I got to see a much more different perspective on this villain because I knew who the Green Goblin's secret identity was, but I feel like I got to see him a little bit more in depth. I definitely like his glider and all of his gadgets. His suit is a little bit creepy, but in the same breath, really cool. I remember there were a couple of jump scenes. Um, I happen to love when Matthew gets a little bit of a fright and a scene pops up where he jumps out of his skin because he literally jumps up out of his skin and jumps <laughs> off the couch. I know, I get goosebumps whenever there is like a scene that I'm not expecting. And I'll be honest. So my perspective of Spider-Man 1, looking back now, now, Keep in mind, again, to our listeners, I've seen all the, the Marvel movies multiple times. I wasn't as impressed with the overall fight scenes and the overall flow of, of this movie. I thought there could have been more action and you know more, more fluid plot lines delivered throughout the storyline. But 
just going back to 2002, which, you know, you weren't even born yet. And I was just getting out of college, I think, at that point. When you compare this movie to movies that would have been created in the mid to late 90s, this was a pretty big step up in CGI and and overall visual effects. And I haven't actually seen the movie, but my uncle showed me the trailer for Flash Gordon, and I have never seen more corny graphics in my whole life. Yeah, I think Flash Gordon was from the late seventies, early eighties. So I know, so it was. It's a little bit farther away, but I, but it definitely is a lot better graphics wise. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about a few cameos because these are important. They're important to me. I, I love catching when, you know, different actors have cameos throughout movies, and we'll start with probably the the most prevalent cameo that you'll see from any Marvel movie, and that's where Stan Lee the creator of Marvel, where he makes his cameo in Spider-Man 1, which looking back, Matthew didn't even realize that that was Stan Lee. So um, Stan Lee was in the one scene where rocks were falling off of a building when Spider-Man and Green Goblin were fighting, and he takes a girl and protects her and keeps her away from falling rocks. This was a pretty small cameo for Stan Lee, believe it or not. He has a lot more prevalent cameos in future Marvel movies. The next cameo I want to talk about is Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell actually makes cameos in all three of the Spider-Man movies, this trilogy at least. And we'll see, Matthew, if you're able to catch Bruce Campbell in two and, and three. Bruce Campbell is the ring announcer in the the wrestling ring when Spider-Man fights uh, the other cameo I want to mention, which is Randy Macho Man Savage. Randy Macho Man Savage was a wrestler from the WWF back in the 80s. And if I had to pick a top three scenes, I kind of forgot about this one, but if I had to pick a top three, this uh, arena scene would probably be up there because one thing that never seems to fail throughout all of Spider-Man um, and all of the TV shows and comic books that I've read and the movie that we watched spider-man's humor and his sarcastic humor never fails and i think that's part of the thing that was just made the scene so funny was the fact that he's hanging on a cage that's above the arena and what's his name macho man yeah macho man is looking up at uh this masked guy and shouting at him and like saying what are you doing up there and peter parker says i'm hiding from you by the way, that's a cute suit. Did your mom give that to you? And But I just love his taunting, sarcastic humor. Yep, and that carries through in all of the comics and all of the future movies of Spider-Man as well. Mm-hmm. Randy Macho Man is um, a pretty interesting character. Very cool that they were able to get him to participate in this, this movie. He's got some great lines like, Ooh, yeah! All right, so <laughs> that was my impersonation of randy macho man apologize for that i'm sure it was awful it's time to jump to the probably the most famous scene of this entire movie which is the upside down kiss and this is where spider-man attaches his web to the top of a building and slowly repels down from the web and there's mary jane and mary jane takes off his mask and kisses him upside down and i'd like to point out she doesn't know who Spider-Man is, 
throughout this whole movie, she takes it down like halfway just so his mouth is exposed. Yep, that's right. She doesn't actually see that it's Peter yet. So jumping to the final fight scene with Green Goblin, you know, again, I, I thought this scene was a pretty good fight scene between Norman and, and Peter. And certainly there was a lot of good action and there was a lot of balance in who was winning between Peter and, and Norman. Uh, Norman had the upper hand for a period of time and then Spider-Man comes back and ends up turning the spoiler alert glider on him and ends up killing him. And this was a very intense fight also because of the dialogue that happened in between attacks during the fight. Like the Green Goblin would threaten Spider-Man or and when Spider-Man started winning this was because of a threat that Green Goblin had made against Mary Jane and Spider-Man didn't want her to get hurt so he fought even harder and managed to somehow or another unmask Green Goblin and Norman tried to convince Peter to go to his side and Peter said no. He remembered something that his uncle Ben had said and and that was with great power comes great responsibility and he didn't want to use his powers for evil so um Nor- Norman wasn't too happy about that so he used the backup trap that he had tried to gore Spider-Man with his glider blades but that ended up backfiring. That's right, and that's where we close the primary portions of Spider-Man 1. We're just going to wrap this up with the funeral scene because I think this is an important scene, something that Matthew and I have talked about quite a bit. Towards the end, Mary Jane, after the you know the funeral's over, Mary Jane and, and Peter are standing there talking to each other, and they end up kissing. And I was convinced after I saw this movie for the first time or maybe even the second time that she realized something that she recognized that kiss somewhere. And I was convinced that she believed that Spider-Man was in fact, Peter Parker. I thought differently a little bit after I saw the second movie, but curious what your thoughts were, Bob. I think that that could possibly be the case. I personally believe that she may have not have thought that Peter was actually Spider-Man, but she may have thought that like that kiss seemed familiar. I'm I don't I don't really know, and I don't think we ever will know. But she did seem to she did seem to think that that kiss seemed familiar. So yeah, definitely probably a foreshadowing of what would happen next. Definitely. All right, great. Well, any final comments as it relates to Spider-Man from 2002? Just your general feel for the movie. I thought this was a good movie, definitely a a great introduction to Marvel. I thought it was a good plot line, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, and I, you know, I probably put this movie down a little bit too much in the the beginning. I do think this was a good setup, Spider-Man. It it had a lot of the strong elements of what you would expect from Peter Parker becoming Spider-Man and you know, getting bit by the spider and going through all the changes. That was all all pretty cool and a good intro to what we can expect for the next two episodes. Well, I think that wraps up our review of Spider-Man 2002. I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today. I hope you'll come back to hear our review of episode two or movie two of the trilogy. Signing off for today, my name is Ryan Campbell. And I'm Matthew Campbell. Thanks for listening.